Hey LED co-writers, come break win with me by shining some light on past, present, and future timeless affairs while being strong, confident, and reclaiming life. I want to welcome you to Lady E's Diary, where the word empowers symbolizes wealth, acknowledgement, love, and a relationship. I'm not going to lie, this is new for me, but every journey has its risk. So set sail as we ride the ways of life. The journey begins now. LED family, welcome back to another episode of Lady E's Diary. So in this episode, y'all, I want to talk about something that is touched on, but not really talked about at the same time, you know? We're going to have a lot of those not really talked about, but talked about at the same time. Ooh, this week, but that's in other news. So I was on the phone with my sister um recently and <clears throat> excuse me. Um I just so happened to come outside because me and my husband were getting ready to take the kids to the park. Um, because he was off and I was like, Well, it feels good outside. I know we still supposed to be dealing with some winter weather, but it feels really nice outside. It's a nice little breeze. Let's go to the park, let the kiddos run around. Um, so by the time we come home, everybody's ready to plop on a pillow. Um, so while I was outside getting some toys from the backyard, there is a tree that's in my neighbor's yard behind the house. Um, and It caught my attention. Mind you, my prayer room and where I do a lot of my recording is outside in our backyard in our shed. So I see this tree all the time and it never caught my attention the way it did this day. I'm looking at the tree and the first thing that comes to mind is people pleasers. Do anybody, can anybody relate to being a people pleaser? Okay. So while I was talking to my sister, I'm like, have you ever thought about how trees? Well, let me not say that. I think I'm going the wrong direction. Let me just stay where I am. So that one tree I was looking at, there are multiple trees around it, okay? And every other tree around this one tree I was looking at was full, bold, and had leaves and, you know, vines everywhere growing on the tree, right? Um, and this one particular tree was bare. No leaves, just branches. And it's not like a sorry, skimpy little tree, but it's... It, it just, it's just there. It has, basically, it, it doesn't, it's not a pleasing to the eye, some may say. Um, and at that moment, God was just like, evaluate yourself. Um, and he brought to my attention that a lot of, a lot of us, 
and especially me. I am a people pleaser. Everyone else around me, I feel or I, I have felt, have been in a full blossom, you know, like beautiful leaves, beautiful colors, just amazing to admire. But this one tree in the middle, it standed out to me because I felt like that tree for so many years. I felt like Everything else around me had exactly what it needed to be seen, except for me. But when I also looked at this tree, I saw that that tree still had character. That tree still stood out, especially to me on this particular day. That tree still had something to offer because although it was not in full blossom with leaves and bright colors, it was still standing. That tree was standing dead in the center of all those other trees around it. So in this diary entry, I want to talk about people pleasers and how if you are one of these people, because I know I am, it's okay to not want to be that person anymore. Or it's okay to set some boundaries because a lot of us, especially me, because <laughs> we're talking about me here. This is Lady E's diary, right? I can, I can be a very stern, I might say, people pleaser. Um, for me, I know that it's rooted in a lot of things that I went through growing up, trauma, disappointment, um, heartbreak, loss, and when I were, would be in new situations, new situations or new environments, I always seemed to feel the need to make sure everyone else around me was comfortable with me. Um, and that, that also kind of makes me think of, um, you know, self-doubt and, you know, low self-esteem because I did have a lot of that. And I'm still working on that. It's, it's, it's sometimes there are moments where I feel a little triggered um, when it comes to my appearance, especially after having children or um, the way my hair is. But I'm also happy with who I am. And I do think it's possible for someone to feel both sides and, you know, understand that, yes, this is who I am. This is you know, my body type, this is my hair texture or hair color. Um, and I'm happy with that because I chose these things. But then on the other side, there's also like, man, I wish, or if I could only, or should I, you know? Um, but that same day, or maybe it was the next day, after having that conversation with my sister and seeing that glorious tree in my backyard because I at this point her name is Gloria um I've named this tree and we gonna be watching over that tree <laughs> for a while um and I came across basically a I came across a video on Instagram from Woman Evolve um and her co-host 
for that episode was B. Simone. Um, I'm pretty sure you all know or may or may not know who they are. Um, but I came across a video and they just so happened to be talking about where their people-pleasing characteristics came from. Um, and B. Simone had stated that she believed her people-pleaser traits came from, or they were rooted from trauma in childhood. Um, I didn't realize how in-depth that was for me until she said it. I knew that I was a people-pleaser, and I know that there are times where I would neglect myself to care for others. And granted, there's nothing wrong with taking care of other people. There's nothing wrong with being there for other people. But there comes a point in time where you have to say no. And you have to be selfish enough to know that my mental matters and so does my health. So I'm not going to risk myself just to please you. Because if I am not here today or tomorrow, Lord, I'm not ready. Please don't take me. Um, but I'm, you know, <laughs> um, basically if I'm not here today or tomorrow, you're going to live on and you're going to still do the things that you could have done with me being here. So growing up in foster care, um, is where I think it really started. I wouldn't say that when I lived with my dad and my stepmom, and even when I was younger and I lived with my mom in a car, I, and we'll go into that story later, but I didn't, let's see, like, I didn't feel the need to basically be a people pleaser. I didn't even know, you know, that that part of me could exist. Um, while being with, you know, both, I, I didn't really, I didn't have to do much. I didn't have to worry about much. Everything was taken care of for me. Um, so when I moved to, moved in with my foster mom and, you know, there were just so many different personalities around me. There were so many different people coming and going and, you know, new faces, new places. And I felt like I had to be the person that someone called on. Um, and for me, because being in that situation, I felt as if I wasn't seen a lot. And I felt as if I wasn't heard. I didn't, I wouldn't say I didn't talk much, but at the same time, I didn't, I didn't really talk about my feelings. I didn't talk about my emotions. Um, and although a lot was going on with me mentally at this time, I just chose to keep, every, keep everything, you know, bottled up. I, I wrote a lot of poetry. I um, would listen to a lot of music that would take me out of certain moods. And, you know, it would, you know, just change my mindset for a period of time, and then I will create this cycle of doing the same thing. So when someone will say, Precious, can you do this? Precious, can you do that? And I'm just like, sure, I have nothing else to do, you know? And 
I neglected the time that I could have been indulging in something that made me happy, like writing poetry. Since I became a mother, I'm like, oh God, I I really used to sit down for hours and write poetry and listen to music and dance. I used to dance, oh God. And it just, I was, I felt free. I felt like I was out of my skin and allowing my body to do, you know, as it, as it pleased. So, oh, as it pleased. And I'm out here being a people pleaser when I can allow my body to do as it please. <laughs> That's a word right there within itself. Um, but being in that space put me in a darker and deeper space. Um, and now that I'm older, I'm like the mental capacity of doing so much for so many other people carried over into my adulthood. And now it's like, okay, I got to break this cycle because I do, I do it even with my kids. Even though my kids are young, um, I, I still, I, the sense of demand is starting to drive me crazy. <laughs> um, so it's like, okay, they want this, they want that. Even when it comes to dinner time, I'm like, what do you all want to eat? You know, when when I was younger, it was like, okay, this is what we eat tonight. You don't want it? It's, I don't know what else to tell you. I give my kids options. And granted, that is a different look on parenting. I I really wouldn't say that it's m- so much of being a people pleaser, but you know, it puts a lot of stress on a mother, especially when I already go to work and and I and I cook for kids at my at my at my job and I clean there. So it's like I don't want to come home and feel like I'm demanded to do the same thing. Being a mom is already um, a 24-7 job. Why am I putting so much pressure on myself, my, you know, myself to make everything so perfect when in all actuality, it's not going to be perfect. It wasn't meant to be perfect. Um, so that's one of the things I really know that I am going to continue to pray about and work on because now I understand exactly where that people please or person within me is rooted. Um, and she deserves to, you know, be that person for herself. I deserve to please myself with a night of just poetry, whether it's me writing poetry, going to see someone um, do some spoken word. I love jazz. The jazz live music is, it's a, it's, to me, is poetry within itself, just without the words. Um, the instrumentals speak so much volume. So <clears throat> I want to know, like, does anybody ever catch yourself in the middle of being a people pleaser? Like, I haven't, I don't think I've ever caught myself doing that. I, I think I just know after the fact, I'm like, uh, I was doing it again, you know? <laughs> it wasn't like immediate, oh, no. But we're going to work on that. I'm going to continue to pray for that. Um, 
I did want to touch on a scripture um, that was given to me today um, from my Bible app. And usually I'm not really, you know, fixated on, um, I'm not going to say I'm not fixated on the word of the day um, from my Bible verses, but today at work, I was like, oh, I got to finish the rest of this chapter after reading the verse of the day. And it also brought a lot of clarity um, with, you know, me being a people pleaser and me unlearning um, bad habits uh, and just, you know, my relationship with God. So today I'm going to read um, 1 Samuel 3 and 10, and this is the New Living um, Version. I said New Living. I think it's New Living, Lord. One of them, N-I-V, okay? (laughs) So the scripture reads, the Lord came and stood there, calling as at calling as at the other times. Jesus, let's start over. Forgive me, y'all. Reading can be very difficult for me, but here we go. The Lord came and stood there, calling as at the other times. Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, Speak your servant is Speak, for your servant is listening. Let me read that again. The Lord came and stood there, calling as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. Lately, my prayers have, and even just, you know, talking with God throughout my day, they have been rooted in asking God to speak to me more um, so that I can hear his voice and become more familiar with the things that he's saying to me. So I'm able to, you know, discern exactly what it is that I need to do within the season in my life. Um, So, of course, I had to type 1 Samuel 3 and 1, um, verse 21, because I actually read the whole chapter while at work, into my Bible app. And I just wanted some more clarity um, because Bible chat be coming through. I don't know if y'all know or not, but Bible chat, if you ever need any, any, um, clarity on a verse within um, the Bible or just in general, if you are dealing with anxiety. I know I've asked questions about anxiety, marriage, um, your children. Bible chat can give you some more clarity on exactly what the Bible says. And um, and they actually provide scriptures as well to go and read different stories and situations. Um, but I typed it into my Bible chat. And this is what Bible Chat told me. The passage 
recounts the story of Samuel's call from God. Samuel was a young boy serving in the temple under the high priest Eli. During the night, God called Samuel's name, but Samuel did not recognize the voice and thought it was Eli calling him. After three times, Eli realized it was God calling Samuel and instructed him to respond. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. God then revealed his message to Samuel, foretelling the judgment that would come upon Eli's house. This message highlights the importance of listening and being attentive to God's voice. It teaches us that God can speak to us in various ways and we can have a receptive heart to hear his guidance. It also empathizes the significance of obedience and faithful delivering and in, in, in faithfully delivering God's message. Samuel's response, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening serves as a model for us to seek God's voice and be ready to obey his instructions. Now that right there opened my eyes so wide today because when that verse came to me this morning, I'm just like, okay, I need them to go in depth because I I had to go in depth and read that because I've been praying to hear God's voice and I've been asking him to speak to me more um and the clarity and the confirmation that I got from reading that scripture to me it's God telling me and I know it's God telling me let me correct myself I know this is God telling me that As I continue to seek his voice, I have to make sure that I have a receptive heart because I've also been speaking to him and asking him to position my heart in the right posture so that I am able to forgive and I'm able to love and I'm able to receive love and, you know, be attentive and also hear his voice. So. Now that I'm seeking God's voice, I have to make sure that I'm ready to actually hear him and obey. Because although I'm going through a season in my life where I'm fighting for, you know, new beginnings and I'm fighting to get rid of old habits and things of that nature, I also have to be willing to hear exactly what he has to say while I'm fighting against these things. Because if I can't listen to him in the midst of going through the things that I know I have to disconnect from in my life, I'm not going to listen to him when I let these things go. And that's if I let these things go. So um, I was led to read that scripture today and it really gave me some clarity on exactly how I should begin to carry myself um, when speaking with him and how I should not talk so much and actually listen for his his voice because God like just how just just how the scripture I mean the um Bible chat said he speaks to us in 
multiple ways. Like there are various ways that God speaks to you. He sends other people to you and they speak to you. Strangers at that, people you don't even know. And it gives you an aha moment. It, it, it confirms exactly what it is that you're seeking. And you have to make sure that you have the discernment to exactly hear what that message is because you don't want to miss the message. I know I don't because I'm I'm asking for a message. So when one comes, I don't want to miss it because I'm stuck in my own ways. I want to make sure that I am fully giving you my undivided attention and I obey what you're asking me to do. And for me, I can be scared of that, if I'm honest, because there are a lot of things that I know I need to do, but just don't, you know? For example, there's a pile of clothes sitting on my couch as we speak. Have I folded those clothes? No. Do I need to? Mm, I want to say no. <laughs> but I know that I want my living room to be presentable. I want, you know, to be able to walk in and I'm just like, oh, I'm home. You know, and it's not just like, uh, what is all this stuff? You know, it's like another demand I feel. And although the clothes aren't talking, sitting there looking at me, I'm overwhelmed and they're all talking. You understand what I'm saying? Like, mm, please be quiet. But, you know, that that's, that goes back to me saying, you know, breaking old and bad habits and becoming more, you know, diligent and obedient to when things need to be done. I'm not a structured person. I can work very well. I can be very productive. But when I see a task that needs to be done, and especially the clothes, for example, it overwhelms me. I get frustrated because I'm like, ooh, I just, mm-mm, no, there's so many little people, clothes, socks, and shirts, and my stuff, my husband's stuff, and I'm, I don't want to do none of it, not even mine at this point. We can't afford it right now, but I would love to have a maid. <laughs> oh, God. But <laughs> that's just the little things that I, I, I've been struggling with lately. But one thing I can say is that I am grateful for life. I am seeing that blessings on top of blessings is not have to always be a random blessing. The blessing of being able to still have breath in my body, still being able to wake up every morning and open my eyes to see, to hear, to feel my children, my husband, my our home and our family especially. Those are blessings within themselves. The blessing of being able to have a job, a, a working vehicle, those are blessings within themselves. 
to be able to have food on the table, though that that's a blessing within itself. And I'm grateful for those things. So in this season, I know God is wanting me to be reminded of the little things. And we speak about the little things. And I say the little things are what matter. But do they really matter to you? Do you really? Am I really acknowledging those little things? And granted, we all don't acknowledge the little things daily. but Am I really honestly grateful for these things? And I'm coming to the point to where I am. I used to be in a state of mind where I would complain. And I didn't realize how much I was complaining, honestly. And it became so bad. And I used to complain so much to where I got tired of hearing my own self complain. Like, ugh, you, you, you. What, precious? What's the problem now? You know? What's going on? What what's the issue? How can how can self help self? I don't want to complain anymore. Mm-mm. I wanna just continue to be grateful for what God has given me, what he has continued to do for me and my family every day. I wanna to continue to be able to say that I am okay. And I will forever be okay because I know that within Christ, I am never alone. I know that he has guarded and protected me for so many years, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. And even in those times where I felt like I was alone, I was okay. And I'm here today to still give that testimony of I remember when. And I'm grateful for that. So I think that I am moving in the right direction with my relationship with God. I know that I am moving in the right direction with my relationship with God. He has an everlasting love that I wish I would have spent some more time with so many years ago before having kids, before being a wife. I wish I would have just spent that personal time with him so that I knew exactly how to communicate and to listen to him. But I I know that everything happens for a reason and in order to indulge in things the way you need to and the way I need to, I had to go through those seasons of only calling on him when I needed help. I had to see that even when I am not going through a storm, I can still speak to him. It's not a temporary thing. It's not a, hey, how you doing? Hadn't heard from you in a while. Just checking to see, you know, how's life going up there? No, this is an everyday thing we can do. We we are in a relationship. We we can have a conversation every day, any time, any hour. And that is the most availability you will ever receive on this earth. Granted, yeah, there are 24-hour call service centers, places, whatever you want to call them. 
But God's line is always open. I keep telling y'all, this man is the OG, and he's the OG for a reason. He's the OG because the man is always open for guidance. That's what the that's what the OG stands for. Openly guided. And I am extremely grateful for the guidance and for him to just be there when I need him. There when I just want to talk and vent. The, the picking up the phone to call someone to vent, it kind of, it played out for me. Granted, I still have those that I talk to and, you know, catch up with, but God has all the answers that I need. And coming to that realization, baby, it's blissful. It's encouraging. It's motivating. And I wouldn't ask for any other thing. I wouldn't. Because when you speak with him, you have those intimate conversations and you welcome him into your home and your presence. He sits with you. He sits with you and he fills the room. Even if it's just me doing praise and worship and, you know, singing along to a song with the girls. He sits with you. He he and and he admires exactly who you are. And I love it. So I hope you guys are of course doing well, loving life, communicating with our Lord and Savior. And I pray that you all continue to um, work on your bad habits. And if you're that people pleaser, it's okay to say no. It's okay to let go. And it's okay to be you. Please yourself for once. And don't feel as if nobody cares. Because if nobody else cares, we all know who does. And we all know that you can still love yourself. You know, it's not the end of the world if someone chooses to disconnect with you. Or, you know, not have any communication with you because... You say no. Boundaries are okay to set. And once you set those boundaries and realize exactly how comfortable you can be, ooh, ain't gonna know what to do. Because I don't. (laughs) I don't, but I'm coming around. And I'm loving every single bit of it because I'm starting to come back to me. So this has been another episode of Lady Eve's Diary. Y'all continue to stay blessed. No stress. Love life. And of course, Christ. I will see y'all next time. 
And y'all enjoy. Love and life. Bye.